Welcome back to Musical Memories with Mr. Steve. I am Mr. Steve, and I have asked my good friend Marin back today to talk about Susical. Susical is her favorite show of all time, and it is definitely up there for me. I've played it a couple of times. I music directed it a little bit. I co-music directed it once. And I've always thought I would like to play Horton. I don't think of myself much as an actor, but I think that would be a fun character to play. So, here is Marin and I, Bad English, talking about Susical. <laughs> How are you today? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing okay too. Yeah, I I got some good. I I started making some bagels. Oh, yummy! What do you put? On and they're sitting. Hmm? What do you put on your bagels? Oh, I usually just like them either plain or with some cheese mixed through and on top. Cheese? But like a sharp cheese. Like oh wait oh when you cut them open and stuff. No, just cream cheese. Oh, okay. I like them with cream cheese. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just cream cheese is the best way to go, honestly. Uh, yeah, but this is the first time I've ever made bagels, so I'm I'm really excited about it. Wait a minute. You mean like you made a bagel? I'm I'm making a bagel. I've got a I've got a sponge um sitting up on the table right now, sitting for the next three or four hours to develop flavor. I am a gog. I am a guest. <laughs> it's so exciting. I've taken amazing. some pictures of <laughs> I'll I'll post them on the thing because I know everybody's really excited about what my bagels look like before they're made. <laughs> but everybody's kind of just excited about anything that everybody else is doing. <laughs> I know. It's like oh, something outside of this house. Yeah. Yes. We all need like so much uh, social interaction <laughs> that we're like, you're making bagels? That's amazing. <laughs> Please post. <laughs> But I also got I got some really good news in my email today. What? I, what? My diploma is on its way. Yay! Oh my gosh, it's been a long time coming. It has. And after after last semester where I thought I had everything taken care of, everything was set up, everything was ready to go, I was trusting somebody to take care of the one thing, Ugh. and that one thing didn't happen. And so I'm like, I've just spent the last four months like, being paranoid that I didn't do everything that I needed to do. So now that I have that email, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you can breathe, and now you can, now you can show people it. <laughs> yeah, and now I can go, I can go be a choir teacher in a high school. Oh wait, oh I know. Whoops. <laughs> Good timing, Steve. You're great. Oh my gosh, it makes my stomach hurt. I know. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. There, everything is, I, that's, that's one of the exciting slash scary things about a new virus. You know, I mean, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what it is. We don't know whether it's a lung thing. We don't know whether it's a blood vessel thing. Yeah. Because it's doing some things that are kind of like both. Yeah, I was reading that. Which is weird and scary, it is. but we've been through we've been through this before back in the early eighties too. With what? When we were quite a bit younger, AIDS. Oh yeah, AIDS yeah. was a brand new thing. And everybody was like, "I don't know what this is. I don't know how it spreads. I don't know what's going on. Everybody dies." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's I mean it's 
it's different. It's different, but but similar. Anyway, it's just it's just new. So we don't know. And new science is coming out every day. Yeah. I'm I have I have faith that everything will work out. I do too because and, I feel like we have the resources and the brains and the science to figure out a treatment. Yeah. You know. We just need to have the we need the resource. <laughs> the str- the strength to do oh, it. I know, I know. It's like that old Bible story um, when everybody was getting bit by snakes. And they're like, we need to be cured. And Moses says, look at this staff. And everybody says, no, that's too easy. <laughs> and then they just died from all of the snake bites. Oh, no. What a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we, could, we could be safe right now. Let's be in. Let's, let's do all the good, safe things. <laughs> now it's... Fine. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, anyway. anyway. So how are you? I mean, you're doing okay, yeah? Yeah, my, my little girl graduates from kindergarten this afternoon. Oh my goodness. I know. It's over a Zoom party. Oh. <laughs> Which, as I told her last night when we were going to bed, I was like, oh, by the way, tomorrow is your is your graduation. And she just started sobbing and she was like I don't want to leave kindergarten you know I think it just kind of snuck up on her and she wasn't ready for that and the fact that we had to we just like went to school one day on a Friday and then that was it you know yeah Uh, there was no there was no goodbyes no no build up to this it was just like "Eh, here you go that's been that's been rough she's um a super extrovert Um... and so um, it has been, it was a very big shock for her to not be with her buddies all the time. She'd made a very cute little group of friends at school and they were just kind of figuring things out. And then, oh, man. And then we had to come home and she's been great. She's, she's a trooper no matter what, but she was very upset last night. And I was like, you know what though? I remember I didn't want to leave kindergarten either (laughs) when I was five (laughs) and her big sister did not want to leave kindergarten either you know I think kindergarten's the best and kindergarten was I was okay to leave it I this is funny because I I had a I one of my best friends now which is hilarious because it was a rough start um he made me drink perfume and punched me in the gut in kindergarten that's the worst friend i've ever heard of did you just say he was the best friend now he is oh my God. i we've gone after after you know however many years it has been since <laughs> kindergarten let's say 10 um okay. <laughs> no i but, but he and i are really great friends now and um his wife and i went to high school too and it's just, and, and now it's great, but yeah, it started off rough. Oh my gosh. So I was okay to get out of kindergarten because uh, I wasn't going to be in his class anymore. Yeah, dude. Well, that's what she asked this, like, she goes, will you just do one thing? And I was like, well, and she goes, will you make a request that, to the school that, insert kid's name here, isn't in my class next year? <laughs> and I was like, I will make that request, honey. <laughs> Oh, but she's, she's excited to go back to school in August, and I'm very scared. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm skeptical that that will happen. But like I said, there's it's all new, right? We don't know what's going on. It it might be 
that they find something next week and it works out right, great. Right, 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 right. We shall but, see. We shall hope and see. Yeah. So I have asked you back to talk about your very favorite show yes. in the whole of the wide, wide and world. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm actually really excited about it because I also love this oh show. Oh my gosh. We... So tell me yeah, about it. Say oh, what it is. No, no. We'll just talk about it. <laughs> just talk about it. If they can't guess what it is, we'll tell them at well, the end. I will just, uh, I'll, I'll tell the story <laughs> this way. So back in probably, because I can't remember the exact year, I'm going to say it was 2007-ish, around okay. there. I don't remember the year, so don't quote me on that. But um, there were auditions at a local theater uh, for the show, and I was like, uh, why would I want to do that show? And my friend Anthony was like, we should audition for the show together. And I was like, I don't know anything about the show. And he's like, there's a character in the show that you would be really great at playing. And I was like, oh, really? And he goes, yeah, her name is Gertrude McFuzz. So the show is Susical. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I guess. I mean, I don't know. And so he had me listen to some of the music. We uh, planned on auditioning together. We went, we auditioned, we both made it. I did not get the part of Gertrude, but I got the part of Bird Girl number one. That's the soprano <laughs> Bird Girl. I was very excited because I, I think the part of the Bird Girls is the fun. Oh, they are. Oh my blast. gosh. I mean, they get to do all the narrating and the dancing and the singing, and it's a three part harmony, and it's ridiculous. It's so much fun. Super tight three uh, parts. Super tight three parts, and we get to look real hot and be super important. And anyway, I was thrilled. And then we started rehearsals, and oh, he also, <laughs> poor Anthony, he got cast in two different roles. So he had to be in the show every single night. Uh, oh, no. Every other night, he would play the mayor of Whoville, and then the, every other night, he would play one of the Wickersham brothers. <laughs> Oh my it gosh. was really a thing, but he was amazing, of course. <laughs> and so then, so we're, you know, we're doing the show and every single rehearsal. So I didn't know the show that well, but every single rehearsal, as we would learn a new song, I would end up just bawling, <laughs> just absolutely mm -hmm. crying through every rehearsal because I was like, oh, sure. This is just a funny little colorful show about dr seuss books and then i realized yeah actually it really is a show about dr seuss books which are all basically political activism stories yeah. and i was blown away i was shocked i couldn't believe how meaningful the songs were the story the just every part of it i've <laughs> I'm getting emotional right now because I'm just remembering how touched I was when I was first learning these songs. And when I was first learning this show, it absolutely blew my mind. It's, it's about loving every person and recognizing every single person, no matter who they are. And what, what could be more revolutionary than that? You know what I mean? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it, it always comes back with the same, a person's a person, no matter yes. how small. It, every time it comes up, and it's just that, it, I don't know how long they spent on making that little melody, but it's, it's just so perfect, it's those so, words. so perfect. So then I... um. I did that show and it was a it was a wild success. It was the show that put that theater out of the red. That it, you know, you know how theaters oh, just nice. spend years and years and years and years being behind and kept up and that yeah. show brought them into the black. They were absolutely amazed and thrilled that they did an encore performance the next year. I auditioned again the next year. I got cast as Bird Girl 3, which is the the bottom part. So fun, so fun yeah. to get to learn the other, you know, like the third part of that it was amazing that I got to do that. It, it was so much fun. Uh, my other bird girls were so much fun to be with. It was a completely different production and so still so amazing. And then um, like the next year, I got to music direct a junior high production of it. And then right after that I got to music direct another junior higher production of it <laughs> and <laughs> and then a few years later I got to music direct another junior high production of it and then the next year I auditioned for a production of it again and I finally got cast as Gertrude oh and I had to one I had done one other uh auditioned for it before and they wanted to cast me as a bird girl again and I was like you know what I'm actually going to go do another show because I played a bird girl twice but when I yeah. got cast as Gertrude it was like just a culmination of 10 years of like doing this show and having like Susical be my number one premiere show my number one dream role was Gertrude you know, I had practiced it. I had sung those parts a million times with the, the kids that I was directing. I had taught the songs. I had lived and breathed Susical for like 10 years. And then finally I got cast as Gertrude and it was a dream come true. And the cast was ridiculously amazing. My Horton was so sweet and sincere and my director was, she was life changing for me. She gave me the most support. She was so supportive. She did nothing but tell me how perfect I was for that role, which I needed. I needed that, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I needed it. I needed to hear that. <laughs> she told it to me all the mm. time. She unwaveringly just said that. And she, and it was so sweet. Um, it was amazing. It's my favorite show. <laughs> And that's the one I, I feel a little bit gypped because you asked me to come yeah. up and watch that, watch mm -hmm. one of your dress rehearsals, which was, which was really great. Oh, and you nice. were amazing, but you're like, come up and watch the show and then give us notes. And I'm like, Oh, I want to just enjoy I you being know, in the show. Know. The director, the director, <laughs> this was uh, probably, I mean, it was the first show that she had directed. She had choreographed a couple before, but she wanted um, some, she wanted some feedback from people in the community to, to like mm -hmm. help her as a director. And so she had asked a couple of us to bring some people that we knew in to give it a look. So that was, that was fun. I'm just glad you yeah. guys got to come see it. You and Tiffany. Oh, it was so much fun and we loved it. And, and that's actually, I mean, 
Tiffany and I talked about this when we were when we did an episode together about yeah. Lucky Stiff, which incredibly yeah, written yeah. by the same people. Um, I love it so much. I love that one so much mm-hmm. for a very different reason. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing deep. I think about Lucky Stiff. I may need to go back and revisit it, but it's super important to me. I, it's the one that got yeah. me back into theater Absolutely. after high school, and saved my life. I mean, anyway, we don't need to go over that again. But um, yeah, it was just she and I have spent more time working together on the production team. Her as choreographer and me as either music director or accompanist. And then we would just spend so much time sitting behind the piano, uh, just talking crap about everything. <laughs> what? I mean, I like crap, yeah, crap, guys. but I'm like, you know, we're the worst. But so it was kind of fun to just sit there and watch the show, her and I back in our old roles, just picking apart the music and picking apart the dancing. But at the same time, it was like, Marin is amazing oh. as Gertrude. She's just, I mean, you're. You really were well, perfect I mean, for I, that I, role. Like, I really appreciate that. And I I mean, I don't want to be like, no, don't say that. Because part of me is like, <laughs> I feel like she's a character that I, I don't relate to her so much because she's a very different little person than I am. However, I appreciate yeah. her so much I just I just think she's she's so she's one of the most open-minded loving um non-judgmental characters that has ever been written I know that people won't understand this because people don't understand Susical the way that I do but she is a pure soul who loves unconditionally and loyally and risks her entire life for love for for to protect Horton to protect the egg for the love she has for him um and the who's I mean she saves the who's I just I can't even begin to describe what a what a beautiful creature she is in every way and so playing her was just so amazing for me it was it was life affirming life changing i loved it so much <laughs> i worked really hard on it too there's, so <laughs> there's there's something about doing a role that that although is not exactly like you and i i i in all of my acting <laughs> career i've i've done one show where i've been an actor out outside of high school and i played charlie oh. brown and snoopy and I don't think there's anybody out there who knows me that would say, oh, Charlie Brown, that's a surprise. That's a no. real stretch for you, Steve. I bet you pulled out all of your acting no, skills for that one. there was not a moment in my mind um, that I was, like, surprised. I was like, of course you're Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, but but having, having those moments, being able to find a, a character that, well, maybe not exactly like you, I, especially Gertrude with you, because there's a lot about Gertrude no, that is not the no. same as you. But but that that core part of her character, the the loving everybody unconditionally, the wanting to help just in whatever way they can, and how can I save these people, and then doing what she can to make that happen, that <laughs> is you, and taking, um, being able to find that 
again in a in a fiction and as a fictional as you yeah. can get this is so uh, it, it is such a silly i say silly but i'm putting it in air quotes because yeah. it's not silly when you when you when you dig down yeah. to the bottom of it yeah i don't think there's anything silly about it at all um then that's one thing that I always that I thought about so much when I was when I was cast a, as Gertrude and I was given that opportunity. I I had <laughs> of course because I had been obsessed with Susical for like 10 years. I had mm-hmm. a very specific idea in my mind of how I was going to portray this character. And of course I took all my notes from my director and my music director I took all of them and I incorporated them as well as I could however um she I just knew that all of the times I had seen people play Gertrude I had felt like they didn't understand her and that they were playing this silly nerdy you know kind of like she's all that type of like pre bombshell character where it's like the glasses and the squeaky the squeaky voice oh all all she needs to do is take out the ponytail and take off the glasses and you're like what we didn't know that she was as gorgeous and wonderful as she is like because people don't understand her they were putting her in that role of like she's just a she's a nerdy you know toes pointed in and shoulders up and very shallow character and I was like that's not that's not Gertrude at all to me she is she's sincere and she's powerful and she is the she is the character in this story who saves the story you know she she rescues Horton she does everything she fights for him in the trial she 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 does she's she's Samwise Gamgee she's the hero of the story to me and so I played her with mm-hmm. so much sincerity and more sincerity than I ever could. And I, I did get a little bit of like, you know, I'm so surprised at how much more now I understand Gertrude than I ever, you know, people would say that to me. People would be like, I've never seen anybody do Gertrude like that before. And like, they'd be like, thank you for <laughs> showing me that she's such a sincere character. And, you know, I'd get a lot of like, thank you for being so sincere in your portrayal of this character. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> so it was very nice. It's very nice to hear that it was, it was appreciated for what I did. Oh, I think it's super important. I, Cause in a lot of ways, Susical can just uh-huh. be a silly thing, a, a completely forgettable thing. And I, and I, I wonder if that's why so many of the people that I know that are like, that are like kind of into musical theater. They, they listen to a lot of musicals. Oh, Susical. Oh yeah. It's so dumb. Even my husband, who <laughs> he has gone with me on this journey. He's not a big fan of Susical. He's just like, eh, it's meh. It's whatever. And I'm like, no, you do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, I, there are at least, at least five times during the show that I just uh, full on am weeping. I want to hear everyone. <laughs> okay. Um, the, I'm going to leave the last one for the last one because it actually happens at the very end. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Gertrude. Yeah, Gertrude does it to me. Um, <laughs> me too. The, 
I, the, the first one will actually, I, I get, I get teary up in yeah. it's possible. Anything's possible. It, it's yeah. It's, I, I, I don't even know what to say about it because it really is just almost word yeah. for word McGilligot's pool. And McGilligot's pool is just a, I don't know. I, well, I mean, like every, like every Dr. Seuss book, there's so much more to it than just what's on the surface. But the unshakable faith that anything can happen. Um, if you just, yeah. if you just believe, yep. right. I, that, that kills me. Um, so that's fantastic. The next one is, of course, when Horton and uh, Jojo are singing yeah. Alone in the Universe. I have wings. Yes, I can fly. Yeah. Well, in the middle, oh, um, was it that, um, do you dream? I, I yeah. dream all the time. Do you dream in color? <laughs> I'm like, I, oh, there are none that have dreamed such as us. And I'm like, ah, no, no. so quick. <laughs> Because how, how many times, I, I know I have, and I, I can't imagine that I'm alone in this. I, ah, I see what I did there. Um, <laughs> we've all felt 100%. that, though, haven't we? Just, we're so, we're so separate from each other that we, we're just, we just feel alone because your your deepest fears are things that you don't, that I don't. I'll talk about it in the first person because this is this is me okay. for sure, totally. I have so many deep and terrifying fears that when I say them out loud, <laughs> sound so dumb. How could anybody else be scared of this? I don't want to. I don't want right. to share that, and so I I keep it in, and I feel I feel alone. And that moment when you find somebody who feels the same thing as you, you're like, holy yeah. Crap. Crap. And your whole world opens up. Everything changes. Yep. It's nuts. Anyway, so that's <laughs> there's that one. Um actually, you know what? <laughs> Notice me Horton oh kind of does it to me too. But only <laughs> it's just because of that so over the top dramaticness <laughs> of the song. I the the piano part I've I've been lucky I I've played this show twice and it's so much fun to play a, oh. a Flaherty show because he writes for yeah he writes for a piano oh, holy so smokes um, it's it's a lot of fun so so playing into that and laying out all of that nineteen eighties like <laughs> air supply love oh, anthem it. emotion just into that sending crescendos and swell. Oh, just amazing. Yeah. And the harmonies and then the <laughs> facing each other and facing apart from each other, just scream singing different things that mean the same thing. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's, oh, well, I can't say it's my favorite moment because my favorite moment is right at the very, 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 very end. Um, well, it's, it's like the penultimate yeah. thing that happens. Um, but, um, oh, next yeah, one, yeah. Salasalu, for sure. Especially coming out of the reprise mm -hmm. of Alone in the Universe is just, I, I, 
I can't even say. And then the and then when you when we get back into all oh, the things you yes, can think at the very end, the finale, where it starts oh. off slow. It's it's perfect. I think it's a perfect show. I do too. I do too. <laughs> but what are you what are your favorite um, bit? Oh sorry, sorry. Mine it is hard to pick. Hard to I, didn't pick write, I didn't write anything down, although I should have. But I will say that like the part that means the most to me is when well there's a few. I would say probably the most is at the end when that elephant bird hatches out of the egg. <laughs> Everybody goes, an elephant bird? And then um, Horton is like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I don't know how to be a dad. Like, I can't, I can't take this child and raise it. And she, she just goes right over to him and she picks up that baby and she goes, I have wings. <laughs> I can fly. And she's like, you teach him earth and I'll You'll teach him earth. And I will teach him and Scar. He goes, you called my name and you set me free. One small voice in the universe. And then she goes, one true friend in the universe. And I'm just like, that is what life is all about. That is what it should be. You know, we should be just a community. We should be helping each other and we should be doing whatever it takes to get the next generation ahead of us. You know what I mean? It just, you need to do whatever it takes. Absolutely. And when she does that, she steps up and she says, you don't have to do this alone. I have this, I have this thing that I mm -hmm. can do. You have this thing that you can do. And together we're going to make it, first of all, and we're going to get this kid the best life. And this kid is going to have a better life than we had. And I, I'm like, that's what, that's literally to me what we should all be striving for. None of us, none of us are alone. None of us are supposed to do it no. alone. We all have different, we all have different abilities. We all have different blind spots. We all have different non-blind spots. We have to do this together. None of us are, you know, I'm going to do this because this is the way that I think. No, None of us are not. alone in the universe. And see, another thing, I'm kind of Gertrude-centric because I'm obsessed with her. I think she's such a good character. So all of my favorite parts have to do with her. But I think that one of the, another cool thing that I really love about the show is when Gertrude realizes that she got this stupid big tail because she wanted to impress Horton. And that it's now ruining her life. And she she can't fly anymore. Oh, yeah. She can't do anything because she tried to make herself something that she wasn't. And she's, like, running around um, trying to... She's, like, delivering messages from Maisie, who has just laid her out of hair. She's running around. She makes a scarf. <laughs> she goes into this, like winter wonderland to deliver a letter and a scarf to Horton and he completely ignores her and she gives it to him anyway <laughs> and she's so angry and she leaves and that's when she decides to get rid of this tail and become who she is supposed to be and um, she does all of this for everybody else and then you know 
she decides to just truly be herself no matter what it costs her. And that's when she steps into the role of the, um, of the one who sets everything right at the end. Um, that's also, you know, that part where she goes into the snowstorm to give Horton a scarf is a, like, it's a, it's a shift in her brain. It's a life changing thing for her. So that's another part that just always gets to me. And I know it's like kind of a throwaway part to most people, but I mean, right after that is the, is um, how lucky you are, which puts you into the intermission. And just the whole time, the whole time during that song, Mm -hmm. Gertrude is like, my tail is too long. I can't even fly. This sucks. I've done everything wrong. And it's, it's, it's cool because it changes the whole view of, of what she's going through. I love that. I, this show, I don't think has, I don't wasted no throwaways. So then, um, in how lucky you are this is a part that always got to me when i was first learning the show and we would practice it at the very first production i was in (laughs) every time every single time the cat would say (laughs) we're here in this beautiful theater gosh this is just the episode of crying but he goes goes, we're here in this beautiful theater and you're in the first row how lucky to be in the theater more lucky than you know and i'm always like it's true we are so lucky to be here we're so lucky to be in a theater in the first row we're more lucky than we know to be doing any of this and now that i'm like i can't go to a show i can't be in a show i was more lucky than i ever knew (laughs) you goober believe me oh my gosh dear audience believe me when i tell you that susan (laughs) is the perfect show it's my favorite show for a reason and it doesn't have anything to do with the colors or the dancing or the silliness it is so meaningful there is um that moment at the end when Gertrude is is saying, I, I have wings and I can fly. Um, it's just, it's, it's an example of why I don't think there's a single wasted note in this whole thing. She sings, um, I have wings and I can fly. Um, oh, let me, I have it. I have it in front of me nearly. Um, you can teach him earth. Uh, no, wait, no, no, no. I'm, I'm missing it. Teach him sky. You know how it goes. It, it goes up. She, I, it, it brings it down for earth. I, the melody has changed just a little bit. Not mm-hmm. enough that it changes the melody. But when it lifts everything up right there, when she says that, I'll teach him sky. And it's just, ah. And even when they sing together, I, you know, um, I'll teach him earth and I'll teach him sky. Then Horton comes in, just call my name. And then together, the both of them sing this and, and it's in unison. And I'll see you. Yep. Yeah. Okay, here's what we need to do, Stephen. We need to just, the two of us, okay. do a full concert version of Susical. <laughs> you and us, we'll just sing it. We'll sing everything. It'll be fun. 
I have, if, <laughs> if I were to pick one dream role that I thought that I could do and that I could maybe do well outside of Charlie Brown, I, yeah, I would like to be horny. Listen to me carefully when I point. tell you this. You would be a just absolutely beautiful Horton. Mm. You'd be so good. You would be so good. Gorsh. <laughs> oh, Marin, it has been it's been a delight. And I know your your little girl is graduating in like <laughs> 20 minutes from kindergarten. So well, it's, it's, it's I'll let like you go so that you can get her prepared. To be just ready. All right. You can go be ready. We've we have done what we can oh, with gosh. this. I mean, that's not true. No, we could I talk could, way I more could and I will about this. Susical for the rest of my life. It's. I would do it again tomorrow if somebody <laughs> called me up and said, "Hey, can you come be in a production of Susical tomorrow?" I'd be like, "Yes." <laughs> I would play. I, I yeah, we'll do it right now. Role. Do it right I now. Just, I love it. It's the perfect show. I love it so much. It really is. And I, I need to readjust my top five. It is it is not my favorite show. I have I have two very much nearly even loves in my life. And one is music and musical uh -huh. theater and the other one is political science. <laughs> so my very favorite show of all time, which I want to talk to somebody about this um, at oh, some point, yeah. is 1776. It is Far and away, do you know, my my do you know favorite Megan's show. But this is in my top five. Smythe? Megan, okay. I she, don't. She, she's I, well, good, okay. She's been I in that. Do she'd be a good sort of about it. Yeah. She's pretty great. She was in a show with Jenny's been in one show. Right. She was in Secret Garden a couple of summers ago, and so everybody that I don't know. Yeah but have heard okay. about was in that show with her. Megan's a joy. So Jenny I knows Megan. Megan would love to come be in your show. And I bet she would talk to you about 1776. I know you don't know her very well, but she is, she's great. I don't know her very well. I don't, I do you know Charity Parks? Charity's amazing. Oh, okay. She directed 1776 a few years ago at, at Murray at High. Murray. Uh, not at Murray High, at Murray Park. So I, yeah, I could bring her in on that too. Anyway, it doesn't matter um, because Susicle is a perfect show. And that's what we need to talk about. Well, that's what we have talked about. And everybody needs to remember the, the message of that. Everybody needs to be Agreed. Gertrude. Everybody needs to be Horton. Everybody needs to think yeah. about others more than themselves. Me included, because <laughs> I'm a monster. No, you're I an angel. feel like sometimes. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having you me. You are again. an angel. And I, I, <laughs> thank you for I, coming I can think on of again. Very few things that I like more than just sitting around talking to you. So, thank. I. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could do it. I know uh, for we have, for hours we probably. <laughs> So there you go. Susical. More than it seems. A person's a person, no matter how small, no matter how big, no matter what color their skin. And if you're religious, like me, and if you're Christian, like me, 
When Jesus says, and God says, love one another, he means it. Love everybody. There is a lot of stuff that we have screwed up. And there is a lot of stuff that we need to fix. And we need to make the effort to do it. We can no longer sit back and just let things happen. Former NFL player Emmanuel Acho said this in his video, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. So if you want to know how can you help, how can you stand with us, how can you stand with me, you must first educate yourself so you know exactly what you're standing for and why you're standing. Because the only way we can solve this issue is through exposure, through education, through compassion, and through empathy. So I'm going to head out today and do the things that I know how to do. I'm going to call both of my senators. I'm going to talk to them about what I've seen in the leadership of this country. I'm going to talk to them about how disappointed I am that the one who should be bringing us together is driving us apart. I will quote here from James Mattis's letter where he's contrasting the American ethos of unity with Nazi ideology. Instructions given by the military departments to our troops before the Normandy invasion reminded soldiers that the Nazi slogan for destroying us was divide and conquer. Our American answer is in union there is strength. We must summon that unity to surmount this crisis, confident that we are better than our politics. We all have to work together to fix this. But because whites have had such a head start, and have such a privilege in this nation. We have to do more. We have to do anything. We have to stand up. We have to be counted. We have to do what we can. Black Lives Matter. Let's do what we can. We have to. I love you all. And we'll talk again soon.